The following does not represent tax, legal, or financial advice, and does not claim a guarantee of results, as every situation is unique. It also may include the tasteful use of blue-collar language that some people might find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Expectations and Disappointments Today we're going to talk about the importance of managing your expectations when learning a new skill, working on a project, rehabbing a house, or starting a business. So, let's get started. I'm Anthony Crane from MoneyGodfather.com and this is Quinn Go Write a Blog or something. And this is Your Money Godfather Podcast, where I guide you to find clarity in defining what you want and why. I help you build a roadmap on how to get it, and I show you that you can have a great time while doing it. Because for you to be rich, you must first be free. So when learning a new skill, working on a project, rehabbing a house, or starting a business, it's important to manage your expectations. And I'll tell you why. Because in order to accomplish any of those things, it requires a lot of your focus and energy. And you are going to need that to motivate you to get you through the hard times ahead. <laughs> I remember one night, I had a mid-watch over at the combat center on board a ship. And my friend Jupiter, big shout out to you, man. If you ever hear this, um, what's up? So he came in very excited, and uh, being that it was the mid-wash, there wasn't a lot of people around. So he was like, Tony, I got the biggest epiphany. I was laying in my bunk, alone, as one does, and I came up with the perfect philosophy, the answer to everything. Are you ready? No expectations, no regrets. What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm still not awake, man. Can you give me a minute to wake up? Jupiter has always been a very positive guy, very high energy. And it was interesting what his philosophy entailed. It said, no expectations, no regrets. Mostly this was aimed at relationships. But he said, if you have no expectations, then you will have no regrets. Or like that guy that got a tattooed in his arm and says, no regrets. But it can also be applied to anything. Murphy's Law. If you're not familiar with that, you're going to get intimately familiar with Murphy's Law. There, it's not a real law. It's just uh, something people say. But essentially, Murphy's Law says, nothing is as easy as you think. Everything takes longer than expected, and if anything can possibly go wrong, it will, at the worst possible moment. I also took a look at a few other ones that people have added to it. One says, in order to get a loan, you must first prove you don't need it. And you always find whatever you are looking for in the last place you look. Well, that one is kind of dumb because uh, when you find whatever you're looking for, you uh, stop looking. 
you can expect Murphy to rear his ugly head, no matter how much you prepare for it. And actually, rumor has it that Murphy was a very positive dude. The reason why he thought this way was for the exact same thing that this episode is about. It's managing your expectations. I know it may sound a little bit counterintuitive, but just think about it for a minute. If you expect everything to take twice as long as you originally anticipated, that it would cost a lot more than you originally thought, that extra warranty that you bought will not actually cover the repair that you need, and etc. So imagine yourself one day on an idle Tuesday afternoon, you are sitting on the couch watching the game, flipping through channels, maybe you're at your desktop, browsing YouTube or in your home office, and the phone rings. But Godfather, why does the phone sound like an oldies phone? It's because that was the OG of phones. There is nothing like that awesome feeling of hauling around a 25-pound brick with the grace and nimbleness of a car battery. Plus, I don't know what your ringtone is, so this will cover pretty much anything. And it's my story, so that's how it goes. So this awesome phone rings. And at the other side of the line, you hear... Um, hello? <laughs> this has got to be the most insecure Darth Vader in the galaxy. And he says... Join me in the dark side. We have punch and cookies. So then you go to the meeting. You meet up the man himself in person. And then he comes and tells you. Welcome to the dark side. Are you surprised I lied about the punch and cookies? So expectations and regrets, right? That uh, principle or philosophy just has a flaw. So instead of no expectations, no regrets, I would suggest manage your expectations and you'll have no disappointments. The very first investment property that I bought I thought I was getting a paint and carpet. That means that the house is practically ready to rent. It just needs some cosmetic stuff. A coat of paint and the carpet replaced. Easy, right? I'll have this on the market in no time. I can't wait to start making money as an investor. And then I turned on the utilities. And I didn't realize that a line that was going through the attic to the laundry room had the ever so tiny 
leak. I can tell you now that once I found it, it, it was nearly invisible. You had to put your hand right next to where the leak was to even know there was a leak. It was just spray. But that tiny little bit of spray was able to soak the insulation overnight. And what I found the next day in my easy-peasy paint and carpet home was a disaster, to say the least. Imagine walking in and seeing the ceiling on the floor soaking wet. Yeah, the, the ceiling collapsed under all that weight. So instead of it taking me a couple of weeks, this was going to take a couple of months because I didn't know at the time that I was also going to find issues with the plumbing, some electrical work needed to get done, and the rest I must have blocked it out out of trauma. But it was a fantastic experience. There, I learned a lot. It was the very best school that you can attend is the School of Hard Knocks. It's a hands-on school. But you can't be afraid to fail. Setbacks and failures are just part of the process. You can't really prevent it. Or you can by just never doing anything never taking chances, and just never growing, basically. It doesn't matter if you have expert help. In fact, even now, when I'm calculating the rehab on a house, I leave a 10 to 20% margin of error because, believe it or not, especially in the beginning, the rehab will take you twice as long as you expected you will spend twice as much money on repairs as you originally thought. And whether you are renting it or selling it, it's going to take you twice as long to close the deal. But if you're prepared, manage your expectations, you'll have no disappointments. It's just part of the process. So I think I've established very well uh, why you should manage your expectations. It's good for you. It's healthy. You know, it, uh, it reduces the possibilities of disappointments. And you can apply this to anything. If you're running late and you know it's rush hour, do you expect there to be traffic? So if you are stuck in traffic and running late, why get upset? Now, let's apply this to starting a business. This principle of managing your expectations to prevent disappointments can be applied to anything. But when it comes to making money, have you ever heard the saying, easy come, easy go? Well, that's especially true when it comes to money, to making money. Based on that expression, the barrier of entry when you apply your resources, so money, knowledge, slash skills, and time. That's my trifecta of what needs to come together in order to make a deal, any deal. There has to be money, somebody with money. There has to be somebody with a knowledge or skills that know what they're doing. And there has to be somebody with time. I think um, saying that I get upset is, is a little bit too strong of a word, but it bothers me 
when I see people struggling. Because especially in the Western world, it is so easy to make a quick buck. It's very easy to make $500. It gets more difficult the higher your goal is. Some people may disagree with me, and and that's fine. But something we can all agree on is that your first $10,000 are probably the hardest ones to make on your own with your new business. So I always say, like I said in the beginning, you heard it here, you heard it every episode, that if you want to be rich, you first have to be free. I say that because you need that mental bandwidth. You need to be able to use your head and look around for opportunities. Those opportunities are what I call money trees. They do exist. You just have to know what they look like. And when you make a decision that you're no longer going to be bogged down by money, if money is the thing that's stopping you, then take massive action and get yourself out of that rut so you can clear your mind. Any business you start, Or it doesn't have to be that complicated. If you need money quickly, go door to door in your neighborhood and ask people, hey, can I cut your grass? Can I clear your gutters? Can I pressure wash your driveway? I would say right now without doing any market research, 50 bucks is a great deal for anybody in any place. I'll do it for $50. Anything you need, you need something fixed around the house, let me know, $50. And what you'll find is that people do appreciate work. They appreciate the help. And there is a lot of need out there, needs that you can fulfill. Does anybody need a ride to the airport? Does anybody need a designated driver tonight? It's the weekend. Money trees everywhere but manage your expectations. Out of every 10 doors that you knock on, probably only three are going to answer. And out of those three, probably one will want to listen to you. So why don't you just knock on 10 doors as fast as you can? And if you share this strategy with your friend, Brad or Chad, don't get discouraged if they tell you something like, but you don't understand, bro. I come from a very hard upbringing. I don't have any skills. I don't have the same opportunities as everybody else. I'm too young or too old. I'm too busy. You know me, bro. I ain't got no social skills. I don't know how to talk to people. So your solution sucks. Um, I wonder why you can't talk to people. Yeah, okay, I get it. It's it's difficult. We're we grow up that way. They teach us don't talk to strangers since we're little kids. But then you have to ask yourself, well, what's greater? My fear of talking to people, which is really a fear of rejection, because we don't nobody fears talking, but we feel fear at the idea that we will get rejected or somebody will not validate our thoughts and expressions, whatever comes out of our mouth. So would the embarrassment and fear that would stop you be bigger than your need to get out of that rut? If the answer is no, 
I, I really need to get out of this rut, then you know what to do. I've never heard of anybody needing a business license or establishing an LLC to cut somebody's grass. We used to do that as kids. If you ever wanted to buy something, you would go door to door, never alone, of course, always with a friend or two. And you would ask, hey, can I wash your car? Can I cut your grass? So somewhere between the time that we were kids and the time we became adults, we forget that's how easy it is. You just need to go out there and do it. And you know why it works? Because not many people have the guts or are in such a rut that forces them to go out and do it and get over that fear. But manage your expectations so you don't have disappointments. And you'll be super successful. When you get rejected, you're like, all right, that's cool. That's one out of the seven that are going to reject me before I get somebody that wants to talk to me. Or 10, one out of 10. I don't know. It depends what you want to do. But in the beginning, it's a numbers game. Massive action. Quantity. Once you're out of the rut and you can sit down and think and take inventory of what you have, what skills do you have? What knowledge do you have? Can somebody benefit from this? All right. Do you have the time to execute these skills? If not, do you have the money to pay somebody for their time to execute these skills? That's a trifecta. They all feed each other and you need every single one of them. It's kind of like trifecta of the existence of fire. This is one of those things that we learned in firefighting school. You know, don't blame me if they change the curriculum and all of a sudden now it's a different trifecta. But when I went through firefighting school, you need three elements for a fire to exist. One is heat. That's kind of obvious, right? The second thing is oxygen. The third thing is fuel. And fuel can be uh, a liquid or a gas or a solid. It could be anything from kerosene to melting metal. A class delta fire is melting metal. So you can imagine, super hot. So anyway, you take that principle and you say, all right, how can I put out a fire? You just remove one of those elements. You make it super cold or you deprive it of oxygen or you stop the fuel. The same thing with a deal. You need somebody with money, somebody with the knowledge or skills, and somebody with the time. Now, if you can figure out how to apply that to something that you like doing, you have a winning combination. And that is an awesome feeling. And that's everything that I talk about. That's where I want to get you at. When I say that, I want to guide you to find clarity on defining what you want and why, and then help you build a roadmap on how to get it, how to get there. What do I have to do first if I want to get there? And then I show you that you can have a great time while doing it. That's, that's the winning formula. It's as simple as that. But you need that mental bandwidth healthy so you can think. Thinking is the hardest work there is. That's why so very few people do it. Your brain, your mind, is always going to be your greatest asset. So make sure you take care of it. I invite you to share this message with someone you care about. 
And if I've earned it, please rate this episode and leave a comment so other people can see it. Every episode is an important piece to get you closer to that freedom. And remember that money does grow on trees. I'll be showing you what they look like. Until next time.